Now that we've shut down the Patreon and we're no longer putting out new episodes over there, we wanted to put some of the old episodes out here on the free feed. But due to how old some of them are, we wanted to provide a little bit of context before each episode. So this episode was recorded on July 22nd, 2021, and John and I officially announced that we're coming together to build Dropship Breakthrough together. And we also take a listener-submitted website and tear it down. I think if you've ever wanted to hear us talk through a website that you go to in real time and listen to us talk through it, this podcast is going to be extremely valuable to you. So please enjoy this, once again, nugget-filled Patreon episode. And uh, if you have some thoughts on it, let us know in the Facebook group. Welcome back to the Dropship Podcast. John here. I'm joined as always by my partner in crime, Dan Negendorf. Uh, this is episode 18. Uh, and today we're going to talk about a few things that Benny's been up to. Ben's been up to, so we're not allowed to call him Benny. Um, and then we're going to dig into one of our podcast members' websites who's volunteered for a website teardown, Samantha. Thanks very much, bro. For putting yourself up for that we're going to have have a have a talk through your site what we love what we don't love where, where your opportunities are and um yeah that that might become a, a semi-regular thing on the show how are you ben i'm good man i'm sending you a, a message in the chat to help with our audio situation here uh you're clipping just a little bit so i'm not sure whether that's in zoom or, or on your mic but uh we'll we'll adjust on the fly uh all right so i'm good oh. Thank you for calling me Benny once again. I I do feel this will end one day. Uh, this is uh, you're 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 like you're part of this now. There's other people now like that are doing it on purpose. Uh, I just had a birthday recently. I'm getting some messages that say uh, "Happy birthday, Benny" and some laughy faces. So uh, yeah, appreciate you uh, starting a war here of the of the names. Well, for me, you know, I mean, we've known each other for like I don't know however long seven six seven years now. Uh, it's a force of habit for me. Uh, more than anything uh so i've got an excuse no one else does your mic sounds better now sorry to everyone if you got blown out by john in the beginning because i can't really fix the audio so uh no, deal with it. it's deal just if you love us that much you'll deal with it yeah periodically increases my input volume to like maximum yep uh, all right so uh update i had I, I believe at the end of the last episode i said I was going to import from Bing. So a little honesty here. Uh, if you go to Bing and you set up a new campaign and you choose like products from your catalog and then it'll say, do you want to do a smart shopping or a regular shopping? And you click regular shopping. It then says, do you want to run search ads? And it says, you pick the keywords and run search ads or do you want to run audience ads? And I'm like, well, clearly don't run one run search ads. That's, that's text ads. So I clicked audience. Uh, I get through the whole process and I'm like, yeah, this is not shopping ads. Um, and then I'm just at that point, I'm banging my head against the wall and I'm like, fuck this. It, I don't even want to try to figure this out. So that's why I imported the products. It was like, well, might as well give it a shot and see if it's working yet. Uh, I imported them the day before we recorded last week. They just started firing when John and I went on the air. And by the time I got off the air, I went and checked them and I had thousands of clicks, uh, for terms that had nothing to do with my products. And, uh, yeah, the funnel's broken. So don't import your stuff from Google into Bing. Um, glad i was able to spend some money to learn that the hard way but now i have to go in there and do it manually which kind of sucks but it is what it is yeah yeah good why, why do they good. call it like standard shopping campaign not smart and then search, you choose search to get a shopping ad which doesn't make any sense to me uh I, I did obviously solve it since then but it was backwards and got me a little frustrated yeah yeah i, I don't know i don't know why the, i mean these platforms have to change all their terminology i mean one of the great things about the search search engine based pay per click channels is that they've always been, you know, historically so reliable and like so stable and you know like it just always works sort of thing and all that and and you know recently I think that's not not starting to not be the case you know Google's going on with all of their you know all the new features that they're constantly introducing and most of them are just bullshit you know like I mean. It's just not as so many people get their accounts suspended now for all sorts of reasons. Like, I don't know. 
Well, with Bing, changing a little bit. With you know? Bing, I clicked Smart Shopping today when I tried to. I was went back in to set it up today, and I clicked Smart Shopping, and then I almost left it. I was just going to leave it, tell everybody on the podcast, "Hey, I'm running another test for you." And I was like, "No, nope, I'm not going to get fucked again. Bing is going to fuck me if I try this Smart Shopping. It's not going to work." Um, so yeah, I was in there putting it all together today uh, because I bought a business this week. So uh, one of my consulting clients, I believe he's a listener to this as well. Um, him and I came to a deal. He was looking to move in a different direction. I was very interested in his business. Obviously, I was consulting with him and, and kind of laying out all my bag of tricks of like the things we needed to get done. And so I, I see that business as a, a real opportunity. And so kinda, we, we worked out a deal. And uh, this week's been me trying to figure out someone else's business. Uh, it's funny how we all our back end systems are different. I don't know if that's something maybe Dropship Breakthrough needs to teach, John, but everybody has different ways of doing things. And in my opinion, my way is the best, right? I'm sure that whatever way you do it is the best too. Uh, but so to come into someone else's systems or lack of systems and, 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 uh, lack of things that I would normally do in a business, it's been, it's been a week of me trying to get adjusted to, to how this business is running. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting question. And I guess it's something, you know, I mean, systems, obviously you need to have systems, but is there a one size fits all sort of right answer? Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure there is. I think there's probably, there's going to be because you're, you're the one who's working on and in the business in the beginning, your systems will kind of evolve around you a little bit and we all operate a little bit differently. I mean, so I think there is an element of personalization to it. You know what I mean? Like what works for one business owner isn't necessarily what's going to work exactly the same for another business owner. So I think there's always going to be that element of, you know, tweaking to fit your own sort of experience and circumstances a little bit, but uh, I think in this case, it, yeah. it it's a the the small you've created yourself a job scenario. So I think who I bought it from probably had all of this under wraps in his head, uh, mm. but there was no processes written out of how to do, how to do things, why they do the things that they do, and so um, in the beginning, I was the same way. That first business I sold, I I had all of my charges on a personal credit card mixed in with all of my personal charges. I had no books. Mm -hmm. I had, uh, really no systems or processes whatsoever. I just knew the orders in my head. I knew like, you know, here's this order from 14 days ago. Bill's been waiting for this. I've talked to Bill a couple times. It's no big deal. Not written down anywhere at all. Um, and, and so mm -hmm. I went through that same process when I sold my first business. So I've kind of seen both sides of this and I, I, I don't know how we teach that, but I, 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 I would bet that that is a limiting factor in a lot of people's businesses is they don't have this all dialed in in, in oh, any fashion, yeah. let alone, you know, Ben's fashion, which I think everyone should do Ben's fashion. Yeah, 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 definitely. And I, and I think that there definitely is a minimum, right? There is a minimum that everybody should be doing, right? And maybe you can, on top of that, you can add your own little personal approach if you like, but you're right. I mean, particularly if you want to sell your business uh, and yeah, like pro tip for anybody who's, who's out, who's listening, who might be thinking of selling their business at the moment, the more you document, the easier it's going to be to sell your business to somebody and have the post-sale period be as pain-free as possible, you know, because I think Ben, I, if I remember correctly, and certainly I have experienced after selling a business to somebody hassles on their end with them, you know, having all sorts of problems, trying to get it, wriggle out of the sale and, and all of that sort of thing, because they weren't, you know, uh, operating the business and in my case you know like i actually guys i sold one of my businesses to i actually offered them a ton of support which they refused and then lo and behold they fucked the whole thing up and tried to blame it on me <laughs> I, I think a lot of it's just documentation like again it's just yeah. all in your head i'm, I'm positive the person yeah. i bought this from had a, had his finger on the pulse of the business um uh, but it was not nothing was written down and so even you know, before selling, if you want to hire some people, do you want to sit down and train that person eight hours a day for four weeks in a row just to get all that out of your head? Or do you want to, the moment you, you know, I'm just looking behind John, he's got a unicorn and a Vimana. So, uh, that's my best seller. Unicorn Vimana is my best seller. Do I want to, the moment I sign up unicorn, do I want to create a folder in my, in my team drive, in my shared drive that says, okay, here's all the documents from unicorn. Here's all the inventory list from, and pricing from unicorn. Oh, here's an order section. When an order comes in, this is how they would like the order placed. Here's their standard order form. Like just being able to document all of that process so that mm. if anybody could come in, the, the six-year-olds in my house could walk in here and just be like, oh, okay, so this brand and you know, step one, step two, step three, um, 
it ends up being much more important the bigger you grow and the bigger you grow without doing it it's such a hassle to go back and do things right and so uh, it really got me thinking of like how to, how to document this so that we could teach other people best practices at least from what i've seen or what you've seen yeah yeah look i think that's a good idea that's a good idea why did you why did you buy the business what were you looking for there what attracted you to it? You know, I, mean, I was joking before the call. I've been consulting this person who's been doing everything I've told him to do. And like, it's going to take time for some of that stuff to start to work. And I, I saw it. I'm like, dude, it's coming. Uh, but this particular, this, this particular person, I don't think he'd have a problem with me sharing what's going on in his life. He, um, he's a former professional athlete and he started a nonprofit to bring this professional sport to other immigrants. He's an immigrant as well. Other immigrants mm-hmm. in his city give, underprivileged youth the opportunity to play this sport and he started it and i think he had a three-year timeline of when this would happen immediately he's got a thousand kids and a bunch of teams underneath within a short period of time he's got Mm -hmm. uh, sponsorships from big brands that want to help outfit these kids and so i looked at him the day he told me that and i could tell he was overwhelmed i was just like what are we what are you selling this shit for like what are we even doing on this call like that's your dream like go go live your dream and and he was like what do i do with this business and so we just kind of talked through what selling looked like. And I, and he was like, you uh-huh. know, where would I sell it? How would I sell it? And I was like, if I'm honest with you, I'd be interested. I think I see a lot of opportunity here. Um, and, and so, you know, step one, let's go get your books in order and then let's start talking numbers. And, um, him and I came to a deal. And so hopefully, uh, you know, I know he's listening hopefully he's got a smile on his face. We're both happy in the end here. I, I'm excited where this can go. Certainly a big headache in the beginning, but, um, hopefully we're both happy and, um, you know, he can go do his passion and I can, I can scale another business, which is fun. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool story. Cool story. That person's story with the sport and stuff. Yeah. Good, Good to hear that. Well, that's what, you know, I'm, I'm all about living your passion. So this is, that, that is his passion. He was a professional athlete in that sport and to be able to go give back to other immigrants. Cause he's an immigrant, you know, give that, 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 mm. that possibility. Um, you're going to wake up every day and want to work on that business versus, you know, what he was selling has nothing to do with what he's into. Right. And so like, I, I'm sure he didn't wake up every day wondering how he could help more, uh, you know, people in this niche, uh, versus people in the sport he loves. Yeah, and that's a that's a funny thing. Like I, I've sort of found with with high ticket dropshipping, like I've heard different versions of this same story, and and I think for for most people who start a high ticket dropshipping business, it's not like sort of selling or being involved with the things they love. You know what I mean? But um, for some people, it is, and certainly I know for some of your previous business partners, that's been the case, and 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 you to a certain extent. But I think. Um, for most people, it's not really the case. I mean, you might have some interest in the products, but generally speaking, you're not a raving fan of them and, and it's like your thing in life. But often, just by the process of learning how to do business with high-ticket dropshipping, you know, it gets you into that world and you end up pivoting to something that you do love a whole lot more down the track, you know what I mean? Like, it, for me, it's, it's kind of like high-ticket dropshipping is kind of like a gateway drug, if you like. Yeah, this one's yeah, not. There, right? there you go. There, there's I'm a gonna, slogan. There's a slogan. I take a dropshipping as a gateway. I like it. Yeah. Look, I'm going to be honest and say I've worked with this group of people before. It's it's you know old people and cheap people. They're not fucking great customers. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that side of this business. I will never fall in love with the old cheap Karens. It's not going to happen. They're awful to deal with. And so you know I'm going to have to build expectations on my website to help them understand what to expect when they order, what that actually looks like, especially with the delays going on in the shipping world nowadays, uh, as well as you have to make, especially for old people, you have to make your buttons enormous. You have to make your text, like you, you want to write a lot for Google, but you only want to write about three sentences for old people uh, underneath each giant headline that they can definitely read. And so um, it's interesting, uh, you know, again, old cheap people if, if if your niche is selling to old or cheap or old cheap people i feel sorry for you it's a it's a it's a slog uh but somebody's got to serve them so i, I just don't think that's uh, the gateway drug is not going to lead me into loving that type of person that type of customer no. no i would think with that particular business you've got a b2b element to it as well which might be interesting to explore maybe i'm, I'm curious where it goes um mm. seemed like an exciting opportunity and uh you know, I've been trying to build out this conglomerate. So um, that immediately added another team member and uh, added some revenue. And so we'll see what happens. Uh, it might be a bit overwhelming, but I'm, I'm going to give it a shot of trying to run this and uh, the other store I'm building. And you and I have talked, it's probably 10 episodes ago now, we were going to build a store each, right? And share it live on here. And, um, you know, and, and 
we'll see. We'll see if I can I can pull it off. It's something I've tried to get every one of my partners to do, uh, and decided to just do it myself. So we'll see if I can get it done. Yeah, and and for anyone listening who does remember that we talked about that in the past, it probably was about ten episodes <laughs> ago now. It kind of feels like we will come back to that. I've slowly been working on on a few things on my end for uh, the the particular site that that I had uh, identified that I was going to do. Um, so we, we are coming back to that, guys. And, it literally uh, was 10 episodes ago. It was episode eight. Was it? So, yeah. <laughs> Yikes, it's been 10 weeks and I've made zero progress. Man, time flies, doesn't it? I've made some progress, but uh, certainly not, um, you know, a bit more of a snail's pace than, than uh, you know. Well, there's a lot going on, right? So the other announcement we there had. There is a uh, lot going on. You and yeah. I decided to come together on Dropship Breakthrough. And so... Look, I've got I've got two stores. I do I do some consulting. Uh, you and I do this podcast. I've got my own podcast. Now we're gonna you know teach together. Like there's a lot going on. I think there's a few other opportunities you and I are discussing at the moment. And so mm. um, there's just a lot going on, man. I, you know, I, I'm starting to wonder how do I explain this. So my new employee, not new, he's been around a few months. Um, he answers every email and every slack within seconds, and he takes pride in that. And that used to be me. And when I started this, that was me. Mm. I don't have fucking time to do that anymore. And back then I would hate those people who would not respond to you for like 12 hours. Right and now I'm that guy. And I, I totally see it. I'm, I, I need to replicate myself in order to pull all this stuff off. There's just, there's just not enough time in the day, but everything sounds fun. Yeah, no, I, I'm getting a bit that way myself. And I've been thinking on and off like for God, probably six months. And once again, something else I've been slow that I, I need to like literally hire somebody to do, to manage that for me. Like, an EA or whatever you want to call them to sort of just manage like, cause I have people I've noticed, like I've actually started noticing this and, and it's only happened in recent times. And apologies if you're listening and you're one of those people where I get an email or a message in my Facebook and I get so many of these things now from people that a lot of people's messages just get pushed down and it takes me ages to come back to them, you know? Uh, and it's not that I don't want to, it's just that, yeah, it's, there's just a, a lot going on. So I've actually started cutting down on things. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm from pretty much from this point on not doing one-to-one coaching outside of, outside of our program anymore. I'm not going to be offering that to anybody at all. Um, I don't care what you want to pay me um, just to, and, and a few other things I'm, I'm cutting down just to come back to sort of my core, core businesses, which is, you know, building high ticket dropshipping businesses and, you know, running, running our program. That's it or things things around that so just to so i've been going heading the same way just having too many things going on and, and i think that's something that can creep in for you a little bit the longer you're in business you, you you constantly come across opportunities and it's always like yeah that sounds cool i want to do that <laughs> you know what i mean and i'm very much that kind of guy if i hear a good idea i'm like oh yeah I, I gotta do that and then don't really sometimes have a great plan for actually doing it and just start doing it and it you know those build up and it yeah sucks your time a lot I used to be really good at containers. Like I would have one business for per day a week, which would allow me time to actually deeply think about that business and things that you, and and sit down and do deep work. Uh, And I I need to get back to that. The the constantly being pulled from one business to the other, to the other, to the other is, is I'm not getting anything done. And that's, that's been frustrating. And then, you know, just to rant on Facebook DMS, I love everybody who's following me. I I really do, but I don't have time to answer your DMS. I'm sorry. Uh, Like, it, especially if like now that we have this course together, if they're in the course, I want to encourage people to like put it in the group or people from this podcast, put it in the Facebook group for the podcast, like getting random DMS from, from tons of people is it, it's difficult to keep up on for sure. Yeah, it is. It is. And I, and yeah, I mean, you do run the danger of people thinking you're an asshole cause you're not, yeah, you're not responding huge. properly. I want to help everyone. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'm the same. Sometimes like literally it's, and, and the worst thing about face, those sort of, platforms is they can see when you look at their messages right and so people see you look at their messages you don't respond and they're like oh yeah he read it and he's not responding what an asshole and it's like yeah but i saw it while i was you know sitting there with my kids i'm gonna come back to you but i'm not fucking like interrupting my time with my kids for the type of you know five thousand word response to your super specific high ticket dropshipping question you know what i mean 
It's tough because I, I really do want to help. I really want to help everybody. It's it's honestly yeah. probably one of my downfalls. Um, but I think you know I spoke to someone else this week who's in that one to three million dollar range who he needs a very specific style of help and he mentioned specifically why why don't you guys have a mastermind or why don't you have le- levels to this? Um, and I think we can we can pull that off. Uh, Woo, baby! You like that? Got a nice little <laughs> delivery there from the wife. Thanks, honey. Um, so I, I think we can have, you know, the, the Facebook group and the group coaching for, for members of that course and, and this podcast as well, like they, they, they're mutually exclusive. Right. And so we can have that and then we can hopefully start implementing some sort of, um, mastermind system behind there where we can get, you know, mid-level people and high-level people together and, um, be able to build the container around that. It, uh, it, like you know, it's going to take an investment from people, but that's also going to get us on uh, on regularly scheduled calls and getting together quarterly or or every six months or something like that. And um, yeah, you got to build a container. It's it's difficult to jump everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, yeah, I was. And and if you're listening to this and thinking we're just talking about that that sort of stuff specifically this applies to your business as well so um having containers in your business i was i was on a, a coaching call in the program with somebody yesterday talking about just that sort of thing they were like that's so much different stuff to do uh, i constantly feel like i'm jumping from thing to thing and nothing's getting done and all of that sort of stuff and it's because you've got to have a system for how you spend your time where you spend it and kind of stick really rigidly to that otherwise yeah it it gets really stressful and you constantly feel like you're spinning your wheels on stuff, not making progress because you're kind of pulled in all all sorts of different directions. Um, so you're right. I think, I think we're both in the same place. I think I've got to, got to pull up my socks a bit on some of that stuff as well. Well, not to drive away from that last point. I'm excited. John, John has been trying to get me to build a drop shipping course with him for three years, I think at least, right. I'm, I'm not even sure. When I, you know, kind of disappeared into the ether, I want to say it was like 2017. It was right around my divorce, I think. Um, and I just mm. stopped doing anything publicly and just buckled down on that business. And, and you know, that worked well. It paid dividends to to work hard on that business. But you've been on my case. And, and I think when COVID came around, uh, I'm not even sure who reached out to who, but you and I started talking every Friday. We just had a, a standing call at the end of the day Friday and we would just bullshit and every call you'd be like, um, so you want to build that course or what do you think? Uh, and then at some point you stopped asking me and weeks later you were just like, Hey, so that course is done. Um, wondering if that's something you want to do together. Uh, yeah. So- honest, honestly, I got fucking sick of asking you, Jesus guys, this guy's like, <laughs> guys, like, I mean, he looks like a boulder, but literally sometimes he's like <laughs> a boulder. <laughs> oh, I think, look, if I'm dead honest, it was my own mental bullshit. And so it's something I've worked hard on for the last two years, something I want to help other people work on because we all go through it. It it was a lot of like, who am I to teach this shit? Am I worthy of like, do I deserve the the credentials and things that come along? Have I done enough to, to teach this stuff? And like all the evidence was there to say, fuck yeah, dude, you're a rock star. You've done some amazing things, but I couldn't see it. Right. And so, you know, it was a, it's been a long process to get over my own mental bullshit i don't know i don't know how else to explain it if we ever start a mastermind we're going to be working on this stuff so if you're listening and you know exactly what i'm talking about and that's what you want to work on come join us when in the eventual mastermind but that's what's it's been a breakthrough for me to to have a performance coach you know shout out to elliot Rowe. he's he's amazing um and 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 work on some of that inner work that i think we all need to do and, and what what's really released me to be the best version of myself so I'm happy to be there. I'm, I'm excited to teach this stuff. I think you and I bring something to the table that just hasn't existed in this space. Uh, and I'm, I'm pumped about it. In fact, we had a meeting with uh, another legend, Nick Coates, before this call. of, of, of let's, how, how do we scale this? How do we, how do we impact more people? Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's exciting. It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Um, you know, I've loved doing it by myself. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited that you finally listened to me. Jesus, John's always right. We know this, and uh, but you know, you've what realized. episode was it where you, you were realized. talking about how to craft an offer? Like you, you listen to this offer, guys. John goes, "Hey, I made the whole fucking thing, and would you like fifty percent?" Uh, that's a hard offer to say no to, right? So, uh, you know, kudos to you for presenting the right offer. Yep. Yeah. Right. Well, let's dive, let's dive into the meat. Enough of the the. The joking around. Uh, if you guys aren't in Dropship Breakthrough and you want to be, now's the time. Uh, 
I'm going to come in there and, and I'm going to bring a lot of, a lot to the table. John's already got a ton done. Uh, I'm excited for where we're going with this. So if you're listening, and you're not part of that, and you want to be, uh, join in. Otherwise, uh, you know, keep listening here. We're going to keep doing this too because this is fun. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So uh, we're going to do jump onto uh, Sumant's website. Uh, as I mentioned at the start of the episode, we're going to sort of. This is something we wanted to give a go on the podcast. See if we can add some you know, some great value, not only to people who own a site, but also everybody who's listening in um, by just walking through an actual high-ticket dropshipping site or sites that, um, that, that, that people have volunteered for us to, to look at, talk about, you know, what's, what's, what we like so that you guys can actually go and look at this stuff and, uh, uh, you know, from real-world sites and, 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 and uh, see what we're talking about a lot of the time. So we had a few people volunteer their sites. So, um, for, for anyone else who volunteered their site that we don't talk about in this episode, we will be doing yours. Don't worry. Um, we're just going to uh, probably spread them out just based on time and all of that sort of thing. So we will absolutely do yours. But we're going to start with Samantha's site today. Samantha's site is Overland Junction uh, at overlandjunction.com. Um, I'm sure we can chuck that in the show notes, um, <clears throat> a link to it. But uh, yeah, Samantha's got a site set up selling... Uh, primarily rooftop tents, so tents that go on the top of cars and trucks and things like that that people take out, uh, obviously camping um, and out uh, out out around the the country in the US there. So Samantha's actually based in India, um, I believe, and the the site's based in the US. Um, and I've got to say, Ben, I know we both talked to Samantha actually separately um, on one to one calls and that sort of thing, and uh, so he's. Doing a lot of good stuff here, I think. I think certainly I can see he's been listening to um, uh, things that we've probably both talked to him about. I can certainly see touches of Ben in a few of things uh, on the site. Um, uh, but yeah, there's there's some good stuff going on here. I think. You know, he was weird when when, when I mean, not him personally weird, but he it was weird when he called and I, I was like, I don't know anything about this zero. I know nothing about overlanding. Uh, I know nothing about rooftop tents or, or look, I, I grew up in a small town and we didn't do anything in the country. I I'm, I'm scared of most things. So I don't even know anything about outdoors. <laughs> and so this was an interesting one to hop in there and say, all right, I don't know shit about this. I don't know how to talk to your customer. Can we just do the basics of, of SEO, which is what I worked with him on very, very briefly. Um, let's lay out a plan here. And, and I think he already had a good one coming into this. And, um, he was fun to have a couple calls with and a very, very bright kid. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. Very, very, very open to, uh, to feedback and, and, and ideas and that sort of thing. So, hey, it's John here. I just want to take a really quick break from the episode to let you know about something exciting that we've got happening over at Dropship Breakthrough. Now, one of the first questions that anyone looking to get into high-ticket dropshipping asks is, what am I going to sell? What's my products going to be? What are the profitable products going to be that I'm going to build a business around? And it's one of things that people worry about the most, that they're going to get that wrong. And that's fair enough. Picking the wrong products to sell is one of the biggest mistakes that people looking to start a dropshipping business make. So what if I said we could fix that for you and solve that problem, answer that question for you in the next five days? Well, the answer is we absolutely can do that. So I want to introduce you to you the Dropship Breakthrough 5-Day Challenge. And the 5-Day Challenge is basically like a mini workshop that over the course of five days is going to show you and help you find the profitable products that you can build a high-ticket dropshipping business around. So each day for five days, you're going to get a lesson or two to go through. And each of those videos together is going to show you the process that we've used and Ben and I have used, not just Ben and I, but over 400 of our students have used to find profitable high-ticket products that are viable for the dropshipping business model. So you're going to get a lesson every day, you know, watch that lesson. And at the end of the five days, you'll know what you're going to sell. And I'm going to throw a few interesting bonuses in there as well. Now, the best part of this is you can join the challenge today for just $97. So single investment of $97, and you're going to then know what you can build a business around with a super high level of confidence so that 
you can start your business and not have to worry about that maybe you've picked the wrong products and you're going to have to go back to scratch at some point. So all you need to do to join the Dropship Breakthrough 5-Day Challenge is head to Dropship Breakthrough, that's spelled B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-U dot com forward slash five, the number five. You'll find the link below in the show notes. All you have to do is head there, sign up on that page, and you will be immediately and instantly into the five-day challenge. You can get started straight away. So head over there, join the challenge, and once again, it's backed as always by our 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you take the challenge and you think it was rubbish, you don't, you, you couldn't identify any products or anything like that, you can request your money back and we'll hit you straight back up with that. So head on over. If you're looking to get started, if you've been sitting on the fence, if you've been worrying about finding the right products, head over, take the five-day challenge today at dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash five. Yeah, look, I mean, I, I like this site for a, for a few reasons uh, with what he's done with it. The first thing I like that I'll just touch on, like I, I like the I like the design, right? I like the way the site looks. I mean, if you jump on this site, it's super clean. Um, I think it's pretty well ordered personally. You know, there's some nice imagery on there and all that sort of stuff, but it's just a nice, clean, clean look, um, you know, and I think it's a good example of not over-cluttering your site with crap um, and kind of just getting to the point. The site itself, I believe, and Samantha can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's uh, it's it's based on the Expanse theme, um, which is actually a fairly new Shopify theme. You can find it in the Shopify theme store. Um, There's actually built with uh, by some uh, a new company that that uh, was started by some of the dudes that built the first uh, free Shopify themes for Shopify. So they were they're ex Shopify people. Uh, they built like the debut theme and, and those ones that you kind of get free with your Shopify account when you start a new one. Um, this is a, it's a paid theme expanse, um, but it's quite new. Um, but you know, they've got a good, good bit of history behind them for creating themes for Shopify. So I've actually in, started using it myself on one site uh, that we're build that my team's building at the moment. Um, and I think it's actually looking like it'll be a pretty, pretty nice, decent, clean theme to use. So if you're, Looking for a new theme for your Shopify site? Definitely check that one out. Um, yeah, I like the way it looks. Uh, um, I I was sitting yeah. here looking, and I'm like, when I worked with him, it wasn't called Overland Junction. And I see on the top it says no. formerly known as Family Tense yeah. World, which is yeah, we were working at FamilyTenseWorld.com yep. when we did it, and that wasn't that long ago. So kudos to you, buddy. I got you pulled up in Ahrefs here, and I'm sure we'll talk about it. Uh, looks like everything transferred over nicely, uh, or at least it appears it did. Uh, so kudos to you if you made that transfer to a new URL seamlessly. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, yeah. I, I like it. Um, the, from the design wise, you know, uh, once again, collection pages, product pages, they're all nice and clean. So, I mean, obviously we're, we're not going to talk about, uh, we're not inside the business at this point. We're not looking at conversion rates and that sort of thing, but looking at the product page, you know, for some of these rooftop tents, um, you know, I mean, I it's 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 sort of not the flashiest thing product pages I've ever seen, but they do lay out and present the information in a really clear uh, and ordered way. You know, things like the USP and that sort of thing, sort of elements stand out quite well. You know, uh, the the description areas are nice. He's obviously on desktop, got sort of like a twin column, sort of sort of vibe happening with the description. But it's I just like it. it's nice white nice white space. Um, and and it's at, it's it's probably similar to the way that I would do, very similar to the way that I do product pages from a layout perspective. Um, you know, there's not not a ton of apps or anything like that hanging off here. Which which yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of that. Big fan of this sort of style. When you say not a ton of apps, is there some sort of tool you use to see what what apps people are using? Is built with uh, well, yeah. Well, I mean, you can, so there's a couple of things I, I would do to look at that. Um, obviously, you can sort of, um, when, I, when I'm uh, inspecting sites, you, you can run them through, uh, I will often run them through a page speed testing tool, like, you know, PageSpeed Insights or GT Metrics, or there's a waterfall one that I use as well. Um, so I'll see what scripts are loading on the page doing that. I mean, you can inspect the page sometimes as well and find those things, but... 
Um, that's what I'll do. But also, I mean, you can just tell when you look at a page, right? I mean, you know, I've looked at enough Shopify themes that you can tell. So when I mean there's not a lot of apps running, I'm talking about particularly ones that impact the front end of the site, right? I mean, if it's on the back end, it doesn't really matter how many apps you have. But like, the, you know, this product page I'm looking at right now for Rooftop Tent, it's got obviously the online chat widgets there, but there's no other dangly bits on here. It's just, you know, the product data. And that's it. That's all that's loading here. And so, you know, um, the page doesn't shift around. I don't think when it loads, you know, this site, there is no layout shift. So those new sort of um, uh, page metrics that Google's introduced for SEO, like the cumulative layout shift, the core core web vital stuff. You know, I think this, this product page that I'm looking at right now um, would probably score quite well on those, um, at least on my internet connection. Um, there's no shift whatsoever. There's no there's no resizing happening. There's no, none of that stuff that um, those new metrics that Google's introduced are targeting going on there at all. And I mean that that partly comes down to the theme as well. For example, if you're using um, that uh, you know dead horse shoptimize, there is a ton of cumulative layout shift with that theme because it's a dog's breakfast. But you know the theme that's been used here is actually must be quite good because it's not happening. And it's fast too, right? I'm on I'm on his uh, what appears to be his bestseller. Uh, obviously, I'm sure everyone knows the trick by now. Slash collection slash all sort by bestselling. Uh, you can just literally Google sort by bestselling Shopify, and it'll give you the the ending there. And yeah. some people like get rid of it because competitors are going to come and see what you're. I don't know. Um, some people <laughs> definitely get rid of it. I know that all the AliExpress stores get rid of that shit. But uh, so his number one seller looks like Overland Vehicle Systems Nomadic Four, and I I see what you're saying as far as like uh flashes of of me in there uh obviously he took some great advice from uh who, what must be a genius um who told him to you know do his h1 and h2 and uh uh label his headings the right way and uh he's got uh, the owner's manual trick uh at the bottom with the pdf uh actually named uh the like the file name is actually named that uh, actually no he didn't he, he did not change the file name so sumath changed the file name of that pdf on on every product page to the name of the owner's manual uh actual file name of the image uh that's a big winner but i see what you're saying there's a, there's a lot in here that i like i like how fast it is like a lot if this is the theme or i'm not sure if he's done extra things here but i will i really like how fast this site is yeah 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 uh, look obviously that's an element of the theme but it's also an element of not overburdening the theme as well you know, so keeping keeping what's happening on the front end, aside from what the theme does, quite minimal. Um, you know, and uh, you know he's using Talk to for the chat app, which is about the fastest chat app um, that I've tested, and we actually tested these uh, probably eighteen months back. It's the best one to have from a PageSpeed perspective. So yeah, that, it's 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 good. I like it, and and I think you know certainly I'm I think I'm looking at the same same product. You know, I like I like the copy on here as well. So the you know the way the 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 copy sort of laid out for the product. Um, you know, having that nice sort of three paragraph introduction. The paragraphs aren't too bulky or anything like that. And then going into the features. You know, the way the features are written. So if you're looking for an example of, you know, sort of um, some how how to write your your feature benefit statements. I think you know, like this one, waterproof rainflow, the included waterproof. The waterproofing will protect uh, you from the elements and make sure that the water won't enter inside your tent during heavy rainfall. I mean, that's that's a that's a really good way to do it. Uh, I'd probably add on to the end of that one. So to take that to the next level, um, I'd add on to the end of it that the water won't enter inside your tent during heavy rainfall. So you stay warm and cozy all night, right? That's how to really take those dot points to the next level is to paint paint a bit more of a picture, but. Um, from a copy perspective, but yeah, it's, it's a nice looking site. It's a nice looking site. Now where I was getting to with saying that I can see shades of Ben here going on in this site, right. Um, is, uh, and, and, and some of the really good stuff I like that Samantha's um, starting to get his toes into here is on the content side on the site. So I think our, our recent, uh, recent few episodes where we've talked a lot about SEO, we've talked a lot about content obviously and, and what to do. And so there's a page on here, I think it was best rooftop tents uh, of 2021, right? And we, we talked about these sort of pages. Um, uh, so it's, it's pages forward slash best dash roof dash top dash tents. Uh, you can get to it under the resources section in Samantha's menu. Um, he's obviously putting a bit of, uh, you know, uh, 
some some real effort here onto the content side for for his SEO, and uh, you can definitely see some of the sort of keywords he's trying to target here. And and that page just reminded me of pages that I've seen on your sites before, Ben. That particular page. I don't know yeah. if you can see that as well, but yeah, yeah. I think we referenced a page Brian and I made at uh, on our standing desk site uh, when I showed him like here's an example of how you could create one of these best pages. Looks like he's he's taking some of that to heart here as far as uh, you know having an overview and pros and cons. Um, I'm actually gonna. Why don't you keep talking, John? I'm going to find him ways to make this a little bit better. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, like, obviously, you know, there's 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 search traffic here to target around that best rooftop tents uh, is probably the sort of search traffic that is targeting there. Um, you know, and and I, I like this, just the way it's laid out. So, um, you know, there's probably a bit more, I think there's probably a bit more content that could go onto this page to make it, you know, a truly uh, deep sort of page on this topic. Um, incidentally, this would also be a great page, I think, to um, build some backlinks to as well. This is the sort of uh, content topic that you could build backlinks to. Like it's an easy topic for people to link to and it will fit in well with other people's content that's being produced online. Um, but, I, you know, I like the way that, you know, there's there's jump links to get people around based on what they're looking for. Like if they're looking for best hard shell rooftop tent, you know, best five-person rooftop tent. You know, obviously, there's probably a few ways those could be improved, but I think the the approach of this page is a good one. Um, you know, there's an FAQ section uh, down the bottom. Once again, if there's some FAQ schema hanging around the page, you know, you're giving yourself a, a, an opportunity with that sort of stuff to get uh, a, a rich snippet in Google search results around those questions. If they are actually questions that if you've made those based on, on keyword research, um, of, of questions that people are actually asking. Uh, once again, I think maybe you could go a bit deeper with some of that stuff, but still the approach is is not a bad one. Um, and, and this is a good sort of, yeah, middle of the funnel page. You know, you're, you're providing people the opportunity to find some products. Uh, it's nicely laid out. It looks a little bit different. Um, and uh, yeah. Probably the thing I would do differently is um, I, I would have more sort of a bit more content around there about, um, you know, sort of, uh, you know, what you're looking for in a great rooftop tent and sort of how, you know, you know, what, 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 what thought went into selecting the best rooftop tents for which category and that sort of thing, you know, so I, I'd make this page go a lot deeper, but, you know, I think it's it's a good starting point. Yeah, I'm actually I, I was looking for things to improve upon, and man, you did a good job, Samantha. I, I know I gave you some advice on this page before you made it. You did a really good job. The only like a few tips that I would make is like your heading is seven best ripped-off tents of 2021. You need that list somewhere. Um, if you want the opportunity to steal a schema box for that list, you're going to actually need to make that list. So you can throw it at the bottom and just say our top seven and and you know one dot number one, two dot number two. Uh, the other thing I would say is like your first, these table of contents here, right? So your best overall rated, best three person rooftop tent, best hard shell rooftop tent. Those are all the keywords that you and I found when we were digging this up. Um, I don't think best overall value is part of that. And so I might make like a best overall value banner on top of that H2. Uh, so that the H2 is simply best three person rooftop tent, because you're going to rank for all. I know we always say one term, right? The term we want to rank for here is rooftop tent or best rooftop tent. You're going to rank for both hopefully. Um, and then all of these ancillary keywords are actually what are helping the page show relevance by adding just more information. And so you're actually going to rank for best hard shell rooftop tent, best two person rooftop tent. Make sure you get those headlines the exact way that you should want those. Uh, listed. I would also put at the end of each section uh, an opportunity to jump back to uh, the table of contents just so people aren't going. But uh, if you guys want like a lesson in how to do this well, this is a fantastic page. Uh, right click if you're on desktop, right click it, inspect, and then change your little toggle to uh, mobile or look at this on your mobile device. This looks fucking fantastic on mobile. Uh, if you can get this uh, page some backlinks, Samantha, this page is going to crush for you, uh, guaranteed. Yep. Yeah, I'd also chuck this page um, or, or a link to this page into my menu. So you've got like a mega menu for rooftop tents. I'd also put put a link to that page in there. So people who are looking for rooftop tents on your site, they're going to go to your rooftop tents menu. They can navigate into this page as well. It's also going to push it up a bit in your internal linking 
<clears throat> structure for your site as well. Which, yeah, I would make uh, it a banner on the homepage too. Like that should be the thing yeah. you land on. Like if this is the main thing that you sell in this business, like feature that page uh, right when anybody lands on your homepage. Like funnel them right there because that, that page is fantastic. Yep. Yep, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, following on from there, from this page, great example. I think, you know, there's some there's some cool other stuff. I mean, Samantha's obviously making a bit of an effort in the in the content space. Um, you know, another one I, I quite liked on this page, which I thought was a nice little unique take on on doing something, was that there's a top campgrounds in the USA by state page, um, which you can find once again under the resources menu. Um, and once again, I mean, this doesn't have any sort of commercial value as such, like directly for, for Samantha's business. Like it's not going to uh, get anyone to buying anything, but I think it's a great thing to do. Once again, he's got, it's got like a little thing where, with links that you can, you can click on and it's going to take you to another page, you know, with that's, that's state-based and, and a list of great camping spots in each state um, and that sort of thing, you know, <clears throat> I think, you know, as far as top of funnel strategies go for this particular market, I think it's it's a good thing to do, like an authority thing, all that sort of stuff. Once again, you could probably do a lot more on that page, but if you build out even more content on these sort of pages, once again, and you want to build backlinks to your site, that's exactly the sort of page that you can build a ton of backlinks to, right? Um, it's like a list type thing. People love linking to that, particularly because it's not commercial in nature. Right. So if you want pages that you can just build backlinks to, and that's the even the primary purpose of the page, that sort of stuff is great. People love linking to that. Um, and I've certainly seen some other sites, really big sites, do that um, and just build like um, tons and tons of links. I think REI does it, which is one of the biggest sites in that sort of outdoor camping sort of space. Um, they do stuff like that and they, they actually absolutely kill it with backlinks. Yeah, I think when I look at this, I man, this brings me back to working with Corey. Uh, this is something I think you he, guys did something like this, didn't yeah, you? I mean, this is spot on exactly what we did. I I didn't like it, if I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, so we did it for a similar sort of niche, uh, you know, referencing. I don't know how to not give away his business, and I don't really want to do that to him. But like referencing something very similar, like campgrounds. Uh, you know, we were selling let's just say he's selling rooftop tents. Like people are going to use the rooftop tents in the campground. So then you can put all of the best campgrounds uh, for every state into a list. You list them out. Then you contact those guys and say, Hey, I featured you as the best campgrounds in Wisconsin and uh, hopefully get them to link back to your page. And it's a way to garner links. Um, I think, gosh, I don't, it's tough, right? Like, could you be more specific um, rather than like campgrounds are people with uh, these, these, uh, rooftop tents and awnings and things like that are they staying in campgrounds or are they staying something a little more rustic can you feature you know i don't even know i don't i'm not even sure what to do just because i don't know this niche but um i'm not sure i like that method it is a method to get links uh and they will be semi-relevant links and you can work them back the one thing you definitely should do is like you know i immediately clicked on wisconsin because that's where i live uh somewhere on this page if you have backlinks coming back here if sherwood forest diamond link campground stand rock campground badgerland if all of them link back to this page you now have authority on this page you need to send them somewhere right and so right now you know without looking i would assume these are no follow out to the built no they're uh, they are no follows um you need to have some sort of follow on this page right and so if you're going to if you're going to go get links for each one of these states on each one of these states pages put like exact match anchor text or like a banner um with the the image file name and the alt text what you need it to be sending over to where you want that to go so use that uh, authority if you're going to get links here to send it to your best rooftop tents to 21 or your awesome overland builds page which i think is another keyword you should go after hmm. yeah look i mean i am in this market um albeit in australia so I know that uh, it's it's a good it's a good one it's a good thing for for the market and like I say it's a, I mean with these sort of pages you've got to get clear on the on the purpose like why you're doing it um, and so I think for a top of funnel thing it's good right I mean you're going to get people who are in your market to your site if you rank some of these pages particularly yeah they're not going to buy straight away of course but so what you're still getting them into your funnel um, you're getting them ex uh, exposure on your business put some email capture in there. Um, and, uh, and, and that's gonna, you know, turn into money at some point. But like I say, I mean, we probably have a slightly different approach on building backlinks. Um, 
it works. Yeah, there's, no, there, we, there's, but there's, but there's tons of contextually relevant links. Like a page like this going out to bloggers in the camping and overlanding space. Like this is a no-brainer, and it's just to get link juice into your site, yep. right? Who gives a fuck about the traffic? That's not the point. Traffic's irrelevant here. It's just getting that link juice into your site and then flowing it from this. So some of these pages should link to somewhere else on the site. Yes, that's what's missing, right? There's no internal linking to flow that link juice back into the main site here. That's that's something that Samantha should work on. So whether you have some links on some of these uh, pages or just on that main, whatever it's called, top campgrounds in the USA by state, I'd probably, you know, it needs more content on there and more links and that sort of thing. But the idea itself, I think, and I don't know where Samantha's actually at, at with this. Maybe he, he is still building it out, but I think it's going in the right direction. Uh, and it's something different as well. Like this, I, I love seeing high ticket dropshippers who are doing something that's a bit out of the box as far as high ticket dropshipping goes, because this dude's got competitors for sure in the high ticket dropshipping space. I even know some of them. And I bet you they're not doing this shit. They're just doing the same old, same old. Um, and so I think seeing some of this stuff, um, I, I like it. Yeah, I'm not like poo-pooing it. on the method. It works, right? It, it worked for us. We got a bunch of backlinks from, you know, I'm going to air quote campgrounds uh, for what Corey and I were doing. It definitely works. I think it can work. There's nothing wrong with it. I, w- I want to make sure I'm not like poo-pooing this. It it works. The only advice I got that really stuck with me uh, regarding something like this is like the links you really want to get are the links that if Google went away tomorrow, you would still get traffic from those links. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Get a blank stare totally. from John. Like, and no, so, no, you're not, you're not like, getting a blank stare at all, but only certain pages on your site are going to get those sort of links. So yes. I, I, I agree with you. You do want those links, but you want both, right? You won't get a large volume of those sort of links, right? Well, so let me just make so, my point a little bit. Like, it's, it's I think he can get tighter to his customer base in a different way. And I think he's already doing it right. So the Subaru Outback builds, the Jeep builds, the off- awesome yeah. overland builds, that shit is link magnets. If you can yeah. feature and you just need to go scrape social media, this should be your social media approach as well as just featuring all of these builds uh, and then yeah. sending them back to the page where they can check out more builds. You're only going to get people who are interested in doing this on that type of content. And if you simply aggregate cool fucking builds on the internet, people are going to link to that as you uh, just, uh, you are the aggregate. So I think you're on to something with the builds versus the campgrounds personally. Yeah. And maybe that's true. I mean, that that's the next page that I thought was a really cool and sort of innovative idea. As far as high ticket dropshipping goes, there's a page on here. Once again, you're, if you're listening in, you'll see it under the resources, awesome overland builds. Um, and it's just a, it's, it's basically just a series of, um, builds that other people have done. I mean, Samantha hasn't done these. These are just dudes that have shared somewhere like Reddit or I think some of them are on Reddit. Some of them maybe are in a YouTube video, um, publicly available stuff that people have put out there of an, you know, an off-road type vehicle that they've built. And, you know, they all look really interesting and different. And if you're in this space and this is your passion, like you're going to really dig this stuff um, and, and discovering this sort of thing. And, and like Ben says, I mean, you know, getting links to this sort of stuff. I mean, it'd be a great page for that. And, um, you know, uh, Samantha's even got like a nice little email capture on there. Uh, It'd be interesting to see if he actually gets many subscribers into that. Um, But yeah, once again, great idea. And you can totally use um, this sort of content. So this is all publicly available content. Um, As long as you attribute it uh, while you're sharing it, then in some way, whether it's sending people to the source or at least on the page, mentioning where it was and linking to them and that sort of thing, you can use other people's content in this fashion. Um, and uh, yeah, so I, I like it. I like it. I think it's I think it's really cool. Yeah, and he's using what we talked about earlier of the internal linking strategy on the top of that page. This is a piece of cluster content and a link fucking magnet uh, that he can get all sorts of links back to and then he's sending it strictly to best rooftop tens for jeep um which is a a keyword that he obviously discovered uh that's out there that is very targeted this, to this page. I, I i don't know i'm in love in it with this method i don't think he was doing this method when i was uh talking to him this is fantastic samantha yep yep it's cool yeah i think there's new stuff on here since i last looked at samantha's site as well 
Um, and I've just been looking here through through the content and the blogs. So guys, I mean, if you're looking for some inspiration about how to do content, like, I mean, there's this, this is a good starting place. Um, you know, I was just looking at one that I really like from a, from a, an opt-in perspective, which is that there's a blog post here from March of this year. So obviously a kind of, kind of a new one, ultimate overlanding gear checklist. Um, uh, you know, I think, uh, so it's basically just a checklist of things that you should have with you if you're going overlanding. Um, and while I would say as a bit of feedback, you know, it's, it's a good, it's a great topic to do needs a ton more actual content on the page because, it's actually bordering on thin content at this point. Um, you, could, you could like go so deep into this topic, Samantha, which I think you should do. Um, but I like the email capture. There's like an in, in, inline email capture on there, which is like a printable overland gear checklist. Copy your email in and, and you get sent an actual checklist that you could presumably put, you could print it out, you could store it on your phone and refer back to it, you know, and all of that sort of thing. And you know, that's, that's how you do use content to do um, email, to grow your email list, right? That, so no pop-ups, just the inline form like you see on that page. That's how I would do it personally. Um, I love inline opt-in forms. They work so much better than pop-ups from my perspective. And um, you get somebody opting into this, you've got such an easy way to then sell them or try to sell them via email marketing, basically anything that you sell that's on that list, right? Um, they, they've identified to you right there what where they're at, what they're interested in, and you know what you could teach them more about, educate them more on, and then and then offer to sell them. So you know, fantastic opportunity there. Man, you do a lot I, more with the page itself, though, from a content perspective. I think we couldn't have picked a better one. I, I just I'm surfing around his site and finding like a lot of the advice I gave him, like. I, look, I, I've consulted a lot of people. You've coached a lot of people, John. Of the total amount of people you've coached, what percentage of people actually fucking do what you tell them to do? Oh, don't, don't make me depressed, man. It's, <laughs> it's, 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 the, it's the morning for me. <laughs> no, but no, like, look, this has me so excited. Yeah. Like I just went to – so uh, Overland Vehicle Systems, right? If that's his bestseller, that's probably the best-selling brand. So I wanted to see what his brand collection pages look like. This is exactly how I would have built this page. Like fan fucking task it. Overland Vehicle Systems is his H1. Overland Vehicle Systems Rooftop Tents and Awnings is his H2. He's got an image there that's the, the right way to do this. He's got three images of like choose the best option for you. Do you want soft-shell rooftop tents? Do you want the hard-shell rooftop tents or do you want the nomadic awnings and it's pictures of each that are jump links to that section on the page where he used them as headings and he's offering you four different options dude this page is fan fucking tastic go get some links to this page buddy uh and you are going to be right up there next to the brand and man you did a great job here i'm i'm legitimately getting excited over here that most people i consult with do about 50 percent of what i tell them to do some people do 75 they're all going to get results from doing that this Shout out to you, Samantha. You did everything I fucking told you to do, uh, and probably a whole lot more. Like, I'm way to pick this one, John, or way to reach out, Samantha, whoever it was. I'm, I'm over the moon right now about this. Yeah, yeah, and and this is like this collection page, Overland Vehicle Systems. Um, definitely, we've talked about this on on recent episodes, right? Um, this is exactly pretty much what we were talking about doing with collection pages, having that mix of products, content. Um, and, a, and a sort of different presentation. Um, and I absolutely guarantee you that even though, you know, the traditional collection type grid that people have is further down the page, this is not going to hurt this business's conversion rate or anything like that whatsoever. I would almost guarantee that. I think, I think it's, yeah, yeah, I'm with you. I think it's really, really nicely done. Um, and uh, I think the only yeah. thing I would add is on those images. So if you look on mobile, you know, people are going to see text right away and they're going to either bounce or they're going to scroll. Hopefully they scroll just a hair uh, and immediately they're going to see those three pictures. You need to make those pictures more obvious. Like I would overlay what it, like, you know, your orange color there of like click here uh, to, mm. to check out soft shell rooftop tents, click here to check out hard shell. Just make those yeah, yeah, images yeah, yeah. a little more clickable. Other than that, dude, this is awesome. Uh, and once again, uh, you know, kudos to you and kudos to the theme. This looks fantastic on mobile. Uh, which if if anybody's running a business here, you know, all of, all of traffic is moving mm -hmm. to mobile. And so, um, yeah. way to take your time to, to sort this out. And, and, uh, what was the name of the theme again, John? I might have to check this out. This uh, looks expanse great. expanse. You can find it's on the Shopify same store. So it's, it's not one you have to buy off Shopify. You can actually, 
now now as well shopify has the feature where you can actually test the theme without purchasing it um off the uh, premium themes you can actually start playing around with it before you even buy it um and so yeah it's like i say it's a nice theme it has some nice stuff built into it i mean as with anything there's going to be tweaks that you have to make but like i said i've played around with it myself on one site that we're building at the moment um that we're going to use it on um yeah, and while there's a few few things I'd change, um, you know, I mean, it's it's pretty good out of the box. Yeah, I'm impressed. There's there's so much I I want people listening to this to go to Overland Junction, check out the uh, the Nomadic Overland. Excuse me, what's the brand? Uh, Overland Vehicle Systems. Look at that collection page. That is fantastic uh and then find yourself the uh nomadic four product page where i think he's also doing a fantastic job uh the only thing i would like shout out on your product page buddy is like i think everyone needs to be really careful with shouting to the rooftops that we don't charge sales tax i uh i just think i think everyone needs to really think through that before they start boasting it everywhere it's something i see a lot of people do um other than that, I think you did a good job. You you could alt text and file name your images a little bit better. Uh, but again, that's that's exactly how I would lay out a product page. Uh, I think it's got enough like images and and um, not buttons, but like uh, you know the hundred percent free and easy returns. Like that that stuff like pops off the page to give you some uh, variability throughout the page. So your collection page is spot on. Your product page is spot on. You're really starting to nail these resource pages. Um, if if I were you, I think I would I would lean into those resource pages you're already doing, and then I would also start building um, the super top of the funnel uh, pages that you can build that would build a cluster around these collections or around these products or around some of your best pages. Yeah, yeah, that that's probably one of the things I'd say. Just going back to the product page, and you know, once again, something that can be echoed on on the home page is um, I'd I'd come through a bit stronger with. Um, your USP and how you're presenting that. So, for example, if I go to your refund and return policy page, you know, it's 100, 100% free and easy returns, free return shipping. Uh, we take care of the, I mean, that's zero restocking fee. Um, you know, if you're like in most niches, for some reason, a lot of high ticket dropshippers are still stuck on these bullshit rip-off restocking fees, which I personally think are fucking disgusting. If you do it, pull your fucking head in. Um, you got none of that, but this isn't mentioned on your product page. Like th- that's the biggest part of your USP is that you do that, right? Free return shipping or whatever you want to call it. Um, you got to get that on your product page. Make sure people are seeing that as soon as they land on your product page, right? Because that's that's one of the things that they're going to decide, do I buy this product here or on another site? Um, and I until I looked at your returns page uh, or the returns page, that was the first I really got that message uh, and I've been looking through this site now for about 10 minutes. So I'd be smacking that on the, on the home page. I'd be smacking it on the product pages. I'd be talking about it on your about us page. It, 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 for me, that would go everywhere and it would be really obvious along with other things that you do like, you know, free shipping or, or whatever. Um, and, and the time frame that you ship in, I mean, those, those are cool things as well. I'm with Ben. I'd probably drop the no sales tax thing. Um, I think that's potentially, well, one, not really a, a unique thing, but it's also not really, you know, it, anything around tax can get a little bit tricky, I think. So I, I prefer not to not to go there at all. Yeah, real so. quick, uh, only because I'm zipping around and noticing it, literally every page, shipping policy, refund, terms, privacy, online security, affiliate program, all of them have your old email uh, info at Family Tense World, and then uh, the affiliate program's broke. Uh, so real easy hack there that I don't think I've ever shared on here. If you sign up for Affiliately, um, decent affiliate program, nothing wrong with it. You can create a page on their website uh, where you can link back uh, to yourself on that page or or link wherever you want to. So if you have some keywords mm. you're trying to target here, like best roofed up tents, uh, you can put that in your description on their gateway. I think it's like a 50DA uh, and get a powerful backlink that way as well as um, – most people who are trying to be affiliates are searching for something specific and then adding the word affiliate on the end. So if, if, if like overlanding is the keyword you want, you can name that affiliate page overlanding affiliate, um, overland junction affiliate, or however you want to attack that keyword and you can rank for that keyword, which will in turn, uh, somehow get you aggregated across the affiliate network to get links back to that page. Where again, on that affiliate page, you can see it on my pet health page. I'm trying to rank for pet affiliate program. 
Um, and then on that page, we have exact match anchor text, glucosamine for cats, glucosamine for dogs, just trying to send that juice where it needs to go. Uh, and so I would encourage you to try to rank for whatever keyword it is in your specific niche and make that your affiliate page. Uh, and then affiliate leaves an easy win if you want to spend 15 bucks a month to get that backlink. Um, but I, I'm sure you can do it with other programs as well. Yep. Yeah. Good tip. Good tip for sure. Yeah. I, I I, I kind of wanted us to have a bad site so we could just shred it. Uh, but man, <laughs> I, I like this site a lot. I think he did a fantastic job. You got a long way to go as far as like building out your ancillary pages. Uh, but I think if you just went out and found a handful, a, a dozen links for your site in general, as you know, I'm looking at your links, you don't have a ton of, uh, of links out there. If you just went out and got a handful uh, of decent links and then really started working on building your links all, everything is set up to win at this point. Um, now you just need to take it to the next level. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think there's there's a great platform here, for sure. Uh, and it's it's not a, it's not a super old site either. So Samantha has been working on this one for a long time, um, and I think certainly from an SEO perspective and the platform he's building there, he's a long way a lot of ahead of a lot of other people I talked to who've been doing it for two or three years. So um running their site for that long so i think yeah i'm absolutely with you if you stick with it samantha um you know you're gonna take this site a long way it looks like you bought this domain too because it had some authority um and so you've got some pages that have links to them that are 404ing by the way so overlandjunction.com slash blog slash overlanding dash blog slash best rooftop tents has uh five no follow links um that 404 is when when you land on it as well as uh slash family underscore camping underscore tents dot html has two no follow and two do follows um and that's 404ing as well so i would make sure Set up that 404 report. Again, bencanagnorf.com slash 404. That'll open into analytics. You can pull up a 404 report, or you can just dig through analytics and find that report on your own, which is in there somewhere. Uh, make sure you get these 404s uh, rerouted, 301 to where they're supposed to go, especially ones that have backlinks. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Gold. Yeah, yeah. Great example. I mean, I, I'm, I'm happy to have good example sites as well. I think that's... Uh... Uh, I like these teardowns to go in a positive way, I think. So um, this is something that, that, you know, people who are looking to, you know, do some, do make some moves on a SEO perspective, if nothing else can, can start learning something here. Well, if you guys like this type of episode, let us know. We got, we had a few other people, Reese, uh, Joe, thanks for reaching out with your websites. Uh, I'm happy to do this on other episodes and maybe we can find a way to make this video as well uh, so that we can share it somewhere. Uh, but if you guys like this, let us know in the Facebook group and we'll do more of it. Or, or if you have ideas on how we can make this better, share that too. Yeah, totally. Well, we will definitely do those other guys that volunteered because they volunteered and uh, we're, we're going to jump into those in an upcoming episode. So Reese and Joe, guys, we'll, we'll talk about your stuff. But uh, yeah, once again, thanks very much, Samantha. Um, really appreciate you putting your your side out there for us to, for us to talk through and uh, you're doing a fantastic job. Keep at it, buddy. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped for you. And uh, if you need anything that we talked about today described a little better on a loom or something, let us know. I'm happy to share some advice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right, man. That's all I got, man. See you all next week. Take it easy. Hey there, I just want to take a quick break and thank you for listening to this episode. But I just don't want to thank you for listening to this episode. I just want to ask you for a favor. If you've been loving our content, if you've been loving the podcast, please do us a massive favor. Help us spread the word further by doing a couple of really simple things. The first is to make sure that you follow or are subscribed to the podcast. So if you're listening on Spotify, hit the follow button so that uh, Spotify knows you're loving our podcast. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast player, make sure you hit their version of a subscribe button and stay subscribed. Not only will you get notified when the latest content comes out for us on the podcast, but it will also tell those platforms that you really love what they're doing. The second thing you can do, if you're listening on Spotify, please star, say that you uh, rate the show. So you can add a rating, a star rating on Spotify. You see a little star icon. You can hit that and give the show a rating. If you're listening on Apple or any other podcast player, please 
leave us a review. Once again, you'll be able to give the show a rating and you'll be able to leave some comments if you're listening on Apple. These things hugely help us to not only continue to produce content for you because we get more and more reach for our episodes, but once again, it sends messages to the to our lovely podcast uh, player platforms that you love the show, and so they will take the show out and show it to more and more people, which in turn helps us to do more and more to help you. So once again, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening to the show. And subscribe, comment, like, rate. Cheers.